You're, you already know what it is. We on King Talk, episode eight, Love Pride. Love Pride, that's the name of this episode. You know, we definitely got myself. I'm Ricky. If you don't know, upstate New York, I ain't going to claim the city. You know, but if I were to claim the city, it'd be Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? If I were to. But nah, you know, and then, you know, my lovely co-host, uh, co I said co-host, yeah, my yeah. lovely co-host, cool. Usra right here, go ahead, you know, do your thing, do your intro. You What's know? up, y'all? How y'all doing? It's Usra, San Diego, California. I'm going to claim San Diego. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> You're not going to claim Morocco nothing? Uh No, <laughs> I've been there three times. <laughs> But yeah, um, and then we have our guests. We got two Q's. We got a QQ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who's who gonna go first? There it, is. it don't matter. Me. Okay. What's going on, everybody? My name is Q. Um, I guess what I'm a claim and rep. I'm from North Carolina. Um, okay. I can't claim Cali yet because I've only been there like three years. But I've been in Cali three years. And I am a producer, author, and actor. And um, yeah, I'm ready to get into some things with y'all today. So that's who I hey, am. And you I'm already cute. know. You yeah. already know. And then Look. what's our next guest? The other Q. Q1. Hey, yeah. I'll let Q2 go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Quasi Swan. Uh, Q2, I guess, for today. Uh, from Brooklyn, New York. Actually. Okay. You're. You know, you feel me? You're. <laughs> but yeah, just out here in Cali now. This is where you know I laid my head now. So I'm out here in San Diego, California. Bad, bad, bad. We're definitely um, great conversation today. Great guests. I think this is going to be very interesting, very fun, very deep. Um, all about love, like always. I definitely want to turn the mic over to you and just go over just current events. What's, what's going on? What's happening? Let's talk about it. Let's so, pop. you know, typically I'm not a news uh, broadcaster. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but there is some shit going on, going on right now. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys heard of guys controlling females uterus right now yeah and um it's an upsetting it's an upsetting thing and, and it's something actually i i want to share with you guys real fast it was a um it was a post i found on instagram and i just want you guys viewpoint on it um it says um her name's chloe underscore two times a she said, I am currently 25 weeks pregnant with a baby girl. She is in fuck, I'm over here being illiterate. Um, <laughs> incompatible with life. I found out at 23 weeks that she wasn't going to make it. I knew then what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to terminate. My baby is suffering inside of me, having seizures multiple times a day. I feel every single one. I knew I didn't want her to suffer any longer. I let my doctor know of my choice, and he said he would schedule an in, in, indu, indu, induction I'm not, mm -hmm. yeah, um, for me. Well, Friday came along, and the overturn of Roe v. Wade happened. I thought I would be okay. I thought the law wouldn't go into effect for a while. Sadly, that's not the case. I have no choice. My doctor called me today and told me, I have to remain pregnant until the baby dies inside mm. of me or dies when she's born. Yeesh, what yeesh. kind of sick-ass country is this that that we live in where we force a mom to feel her baby suffer every single day until the baby dies? It's not fair. I never thought this would happen. Now I'm completely lost and turn, torn and confused. If you're celebrating the overturn, hold on, I can't get the good part. Um... If you're celebrating the overturn of Roe v. Wade, then uh, fuck you. 
I hope you never have to go through this. This is not a time to be happy. We should all be grieving the loss of women's right rights. So, um, mm. I, I mean, at the end of the day, what it comes down to, and this is what I see, United States, and it, it doesn't even fall necessarily with women in general. It falls on minorities as well. Right. And it's the control that they are trying to put on every human being that does not fit the profile. Mm-hmm. Um, because this this law being passed is um, not going to affect uh, the white people. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not trying to put race on it, but that's the, that's just the honest truth. No, we can put race on it. Yeah, okay. That's I'm going to go ahead and slap white it. paint on that shit. And, and you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Anybody that is a minority or, you know... Um, they're, they're put in this position where they don't even have a choice. Luckily, being in California, you know, we still have the right um, to, you know, go and get an abortion. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Let's get some, a round of applause for, for Callie. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Callie's definitely holding it down. Yeah. Holding it Gav, down. Gav, Gav, yes. uh, I think his name's Gavin Newsom. Gavin, Gavin yeah. Newsom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Gavin. So, so, you know, just kind of going based off that, what are your guys's? You know, what do you, how do you guys feel about this situation? I know the, all you guys are men, so um, it, it's a little, I'm not going to say it's a little bit harder to understand, but as, you know, a woman, I guess it is hard for me to understand too because uh, I ain't getting pregnant, you know what right. I'm mean? <laughs> So, uh, but how, what's your guys' viewpoint on it, Q1? Um, well, first of all, I'm going to say this. Um, I'm not the influencer that's going to talk on politics too much only because that can get sticky. Mm -hmm. So, but what I can say to this situation is because I just, like you said, I'm not a woman, so I can't say what that is to feel like to be told what it is to keep that or anything like that, to keep that child that you don't want. I feel like what's happening is very disgusting. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I think we were having a conversation earlier in the car. Like we feel like we're living in like the 1800s. Yeah. So for a man, to tell women what to do with their body. Like I said, I don't want to go too deep involved for a cute, but I just feel like it's really disgusting at what's happening. And the fact that it got overturned, I just, you know, it makes you look at our leaders a different way. And it makes you question what is everyone's best interest at heart when it comes to us, because mm-hmm. right now it's women's right. And then, you know, next they're going to come for gay rights. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're not going to be able to be married mm-hmm. next. So it's like, we have to take these, issue seriously because it's it may not be your day tomorrow but it will be it's it, a snowball. it may not it's be a snowball today exactly. but it could be your day tomorrow right so that's all i'm going to say on it um i feel like we have to just get back to us a a, a a space of being human i feel like our leaders in today's time are so focused on the way that they want to do things they forget about us minorities and so I definitely think it's a white thing as well. So I don't want to go too deep, too deep into it because I'm a, I'm a sound. Wait, wait till the mic get this way. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's bad. I don't like to talk about politics and go too, too, you know, go, well, we, go down that rabbit well, hole we, with that. We're, we're never going to understand politics. And that's yeah. just what right. it comes down to. They give us a surface level of everything mm. because as, you know, trying to control us. And as much as they say, this is a free you know, this is United States is, you know, land of the free. It's Stop not the cat. You know what right. I'm saying? It's not. And that's right. what it comes down to. They're only going to tell us. That's why now they've known for years about UFOs and all that other right. shit. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden they want to confirm like, motherfucker, y'all was telling people they was batshit crazy 20 Back years ago. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And now you, you guys, you know what I'm saying? So they don't give a shit about our sanity. And that's just the honest truth. That's yeah. just the world we live in. And that's why everything is set up for you never to succeed. Q, Q2, what you got? Uh, so let me say this first. Uh, I will say that one of the things that hinder us as minorities is uh, whenever it comes to the primary, like the major elections, we go out and vote. Record numbers all the time, but those aren't the people that's making the decisions. The people that are making the decisions are your congressmen, your governors. And that's your, where nobody goes. That's when nobody goes and nobody votes, mm-hmm. right? Those are the those are those elections that we got to go out now. To answer that question, I'm glad you brought that post up uh, because I have sickle cell anemia trait. So mm. if I got married to which my wife doesn't, but if mm-hmm. my wife had the trait as well, our child would end up having sickle cell anemia. Now, if you don't know what sickle cell anemia is, that's like living with a death sentence, mm-hmm. right? You're in pain constantly. Your days are counted. Your days are counted when you're born. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, and that's the only direction I'm going to go because that's where me and my wife talk. I'm not a woman, so I will never try to put myself in that place to talk yeah. in a woman's perspective. But I have a son. And I know for a fact if if there was a, even a, a thought or a chance that my son would live a life where he would be in constant pain for the rest of his life, I wouldn't want him to have to endure that. You know what I'm saying? And that's just my perspective. Yeah, that's some real. That's, you know that's, and that's you know, real. Capping on uh, on that um, and, and just giving my viewpoint, me and my wife, you know what I'm saying? We've been looking for a sperm donor for probably about two years now. Um, and we recently found one, but he had tested positive um, for like certain, he, he carried certain, right? you know, um, he carried certain things. And, and so, our doctor was like, you guys need to get tested. Just to make sure. Just to make sure because um, I'm going to have the boys because my height, you know. And um, so that means they'll be taking my eggs from me and implanting them into my wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? So either way, and then my wife will have all the girls. So when you go into that perspective, it's not just me that has to test negative for this the shit that he has. It's my wife does too. Right. And, and so, so that goes, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. We actually just went through the process last week. Absolutely, so. man. I think people don't, they don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. And these people that's making these decisions, they're like, but not everything is just about, I had a one night stand. I want to get rid of this kid. Right. right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And that's, that's what I kind of want to get into. And I'm glad you kind of, you led me perfectly into that lane is that a lot of people, the stigma is like, well, don't have sex in the first place. Hold up. Not all the situations are like that. You know what I'm saying? It could be health reasons. It could be uh, rape situations. It could be, there's there's a multitude of situations that can lead to something like that to want to get an abortion. And I think I, as a man, I can't speak, you know, as deeply for it as a woman can. But at the same time, I do know a lot of men that have benefited from having an abortion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think men have to also understand that and be like, you know what, we have to support it and be right by their side. Yeah. The same way that, you know, the woman had been by our side when it's, you know, the black life matters. Cause at the end of the day, it really was, you know, the multitude of, of black men that were getting attacked and, and brutalized like that. So I think the same way that they stood with us, we got to stand with them during a time like this, a very sensitive, a very hard time for everybody. Um, but like I said, I, you know, I'm gonna bring the race to it. Yeah. You know, um, I'm a very big numbers person. So when I look at things and I research, I always look for the numbers and what I think a lot of this is, it's like population control, right? Mm-hmm. The the white race has been decreasing incredibly fast lately. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting outnumbered by the minority. So what's going to happen? The government's going to have to do what they got to do. But and how- before you go, before you come yeah. out, there was an um, article that I read that the most, the race that gets the most abortions is white 
females. Yeah, um, that's true. So what yeah. does that mean? That they, they got to go ahead and, and make sure that that shit can't happen anymore because yeah. they need them. You know what I'm saying? They need the race to go back because it's decreasing the way that it is. Um, so that's my standpoint when it definitely comes to race. And I just think it's sad to have seen the picture that they had posted and they posted over their heads who said yes and who said no. It was just sad to see that most of the men on there was only, I think, one man that said no. Yeah. Um, and it's just sad. And just to see even the women that were on that panel that that voted, you know, to overturn this is just, it's just you know, how you were saying this, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like, where, like, at what point do we get back to, the, you know, just the title of this is just about love. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point do we really just look at each other and be like, you know what, we don't need other people to suffer. Why can't we be a nation that really stands by what it means to be unified mm. what it means to be the united states of america like we're not united at, at, at no point you know what i'm saying this should not be we should not be looking at at a map with colors of red and blue on who you know still kept the abortion and who didn't we should never be like that mm. you know and, and it sucks that it just got to this point we are really living back it's like we're everything and i say this with fashion a lot like fashion has we're now getting back to like 80s and 90s, 80s and 90s like that fashion yeah. is coming back yeah. sure which is. i love it but so was the way of life. So exactly. So it's just it, it, we're we're living in a very scary time, and that's when I go. That's why, for me, I, I've been growing, and we'll definitely get more into that when we get deeper into this podcast. Is uh my 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 spiritual self? Like I've been really digging deeper. This is the time that I feel like if, if you don't know him, know him. Mm. Yeah, I agree. But I also feel like, you know, one. Um, the men that, first of all, we're in an age where women now know they do not need men. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean that. I mean that as a mother. I mean that as a, I mean that as a father. I mean, like, in every category, they don't, they don't need a man. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like this is a way to kind of draw women back under men's wings. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and under their control. Like, they're trying to put the shackles back on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't mean that in a, you know, any any other reasoning other than the simple fact that, first of all, you got a whole bunch, whole bunch of people on the panel with dried up uteruses. You can't mm. get pregnant. That's why you ain't worried about it. Facts. And a whole bunch of men, and you know what I'm saying, they're, they're women, their wives, or whatever they are, whatever they have, that's not the, that's not the case. Their women can't get pregnant because they're in their 60s. But... If one of those congressmen or something of that sense went and got one of them little twenty-five-year-olds pregnant, I guarantee that 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 shit would have been overturned. Because you can't tell me it ain't happened. No, hundred percent. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? You can't tell me that that hasn't happened. Where one of those old ass men, you know what I'm saying? Fucked on a <laughs> fucked on a young girl, mm-hmm. got her pregnant, and because there's abortions, that's why nobody's heard about it. Or else they would be they would end up like Tristan uh, Thompson, Thomas, whatever his name is. Thompson. Yeah. Thompson. You know what I'm saying? To where everybody knew about it. And now nobody has faith in you because you cheated on your wife. Yeah. And that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? And, And that's why I feel like a lot of what they got going on right now is my balls are bigger. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? You're going to you're going to kind of lay down for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know what sucks? Because I did bring it up the gospel, and I know people are going to be like, but the gospel says your abortion is a sin. Let me, let, let me address that real quick. I definitely do understand that perspective and when that comes from. 
but I also think we live in a different time. We live in a different time where a lot of these different diseases, like how you talked about and how you put that in perspective, is is now more prone than it definitely was back then. You know, and I think those type of different situations, like it's more of a health purpose than it is of let me just kill a life. Mm. Let me just get rid of a life. Yeah. And I think that's it's a very miscon like just misconstructed type of opinion that a lot of people have. I was at a church on Sunday actually, and they had brought it up and man, people were cheering and I was just sitting there like, no way. Yeah. This is not happening. Um, people were cheering. People were cheering. People what church cheering. you go to? I'm this. I'm not going to disclose. I'm not going to disclose. It's not. It's not. But even, but 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 you know what I'm saying. Not everybody was. I'm saying it's very few people. But there were people that were, and it was just it caught me off guard. I would have got up and walked out. Facts. You know what I'm. Oh no, people did. There yeah. was there was people that That's did. Not just ridiculous. It is. It, it is. People have to understand. We live. We you know. There's a lot of people like stop trying to moder. You know, modernize the Bible. What else are we supposed to do? We live in a completely yeah. different time. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's still the principles are the principles at the end of the day. Yeah. But there's 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 multi there's different multitudes of situations that happen um, with and things like that. He who is without sin cast the first stone. Mm. Period. Say it again. That's a, a rewind, please. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he who is without sin cast the first stone. I feel like we think one outweighs the other. Whereas with God there is no level of sin. Right. It's not like, yo, if you're a if you're a robber or you're a murderer, you're a little bit higher. If you're somebody that's gay, you're a little bit higher. If you're no, nah, bro, if you sin and you sin in period. And, and I'm going to jump into this and this is going to be a smooth transition because I just had this conversation with my mom the other day. Mm. Shout so, out to so, moms. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I love her to death. Go? You know what I'm saying? Right. And this this is the conversation, kind of how the conversation went down. Um, and this is me kind of getting into my personal life. You know, I came out when I was like 15. Mm. Um, my mom's accepting in the sense of she knows, but she doesn't want to know. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't want, she doesn't want, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like when I'm around her, my wife's around her. She knows me, you know, I'm married. Um, but you know, she's a hardcore Muslim. Mm. My mom's a hardcore Muslim. She's also a single mother of seven kids. Raised us, you know what I'm saying, amazingly. She did the most she could. I never seen my mom pick up, you know, alcohol, drugs. Um, she never brought a man home. I mean, you you, you name it. <laughs> um, she never did. So uh, I feel like I owe my mom a lot. So there's a respect level. You know, I don't. Like, kiss my wife. I don't call her babe. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But I yeah. feel like that. that's how my mom likes it even with, you know, my my sister and her husband. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? She's so, around. She's yeah. So, so we, got in a, we got in a conversation. I was a little pissed off. I can't tell you why. Uh, Could have been that, that time of the month. I don't know. But we were sitting there, and I was in the car, and I was like. Yo, I'd be laughing in my head. Because I'd be forgetting sometimes. I'd be looking at you like, there's no way she don't got it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. So, so. so <laughs> Motherfucker, I got that shit. <laughs> that shit slapped me in the fucking face once a week. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, I mean, once a week. God forbid. Once a fucking month. <laughs> shit. Once a week. Motherfucker, I would never leave the house. Um, but, yeah, so getting into that conversation I had with my mother, um, she was like, uh, she was crying. Uh, there was something that happened where my wife introduced, you know, me or my mom to her friends as her mother-in-law. My mom didn't like that. Mm. 
So when my mom got in the car, you know, I, I've been kind of avoiding the conversation, so I haven't been around her too much. But, I, I you know, I looked at her and I said, uh, when are you going to fucking get it? You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, you and, said that to mom? Yeah. <laughs> because at this point, you know what I'm saying? It's no longer about you. It's. One, you're making my wife uncomfortable. Because that's yeah, my family, um, my family building is going to be with her. You know what I'm saying? You raised me in the 18 years of my life. After you get married, your responsibility is not to your your immediate family becomes your extra family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're they're not a necessity anymore. Yeah, let me let me that was. You know what I'm about to say. That's a rewind. Say yeah, it again. Yeah. Your immediate family. What? Yeah. Your immediate family is like, they're not a necessity anymore. No. You know, nice. they're, they're, they're not. You, once you gave those vows and you got married, that's not what it is. So when my wife comes to me and she's uncomfortable because something my mother said to her, that becomes a problem. Mm. But because of all that my mom has sacrificed, I had to make sure I approached the situation um, without giving too much leniency to my mother, which mm-hmm. which is what I would do, you know, preacher right now. And, and so somebody so that, I know you, 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 I don't think that you realize. And I think I'm even in a different mindset right now because of what just happened. But I'm telling you, like you are, I, I really think you're touching somebody right now. Like this is somebody's story right now. Facts. Yeah. So, so, you know, and, and that, and that was the biggest thing is that, so I'm talking to her and you know, I'm like, well, like when are you going to get over it? I said, I said, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've ever physically told her, like, that's my wife. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She knew, but yeah. I don't think, but in my head, I feel like there's a boundary that I got, I'm crossing, but like, am I rubbing it in her face? Mm. But after that fucking scenario, I was like, nah, hold on. Yeah, you know because, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's my wife. Yeah. When are you going to get it? Facts. But you, you know, haven't told her that though. No, well, well, she, but she, she knows and you telling her is two separate yeah, yeah, things. Well, Ooh. she, well, she knows I've told her we've gotten, we got married. You know what I'm saying? But I've never referred to her as my wife. But that, that, that's, that's the, the problem. problem. Yeah. That and, might and, be the and, problem. And, and, yeah, yeah. It yeah. could be. No, that's part of it. That's it, part it could of it for be. sure. And, and so I had to make it very clear to her. I said, listen, what are you going to do mm-hmm. when we have children? Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell our children something that could affect them? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because of your religious ways. And, and this is the problem that, that, that has kind of detoured me from religion right. and, and so i told my mom i said when you go out there and you smoke your cigarette mm. i said that's a sin right mm. and she said yeah i said it don't matter what bible quran like it doesn't matter across the board it, it's across the board which sin weighs more than the other mm-hmm. is god gonna judge me and this is how i see it and i'm not an atheist i believe in god you know what i'm saying god has made moves for me mm-hmm. whether you know and i always use this in a gender neutral way because some people believe God is, you know, X, Y, and Z. But listen, it does not matter if God looks at me and sees my heart and says, nah, I don't want you in here because you married a woman. I don't think I want to fucking be in there anyways. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Point blank period. Cause I will lay down my shirt for a homeless to walk across my back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's how I view view everything in life nobody's equal nobody's less than mm-hmm. and, and i tell all my friends this i will go out there and have a lovely conversation with a homeless person and i will not judge them i'll give them a simple conversation you know what i'm saying and those type of things i'm like it makes me contradict you know really what i believe in it, it's a contradiction because in, in my in my eyes it's like 
you know, I've done this. I, I've, I've tried my hardest, you know what I'm saying, to be a good person. And it comes naturally. You know, it's not something where I'm forcing it or right, I'm right. bragging or I'm tooting Being my somebody you're not. Yeah. Exactly. And so I said, you can't just be happy that I'm a good person. That's true. I think See, this too. Oh, my bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go I ahead. think this too. Uh, uh, we teach people how to treat us. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, that's what Q1 was trying to get at too just now. Like, regardless of what your mom is thinking or where she at and her mindset or, or what she believes in, you have to teach her how to treat you. Yeah. And if your wife is a priority, she needs to know that. And if she doesn't understand or she doesn't know that, then she doesn't get the privilege to be in your life. And, and you know, I had that conversation with her. I, I, you know, and I've had this conversation with her when it came to her health because she's always she's always neglected it. Um, but I had the same conversation with her. I say she's like, look, as I'm getting older, I'm fall. I don't have, you know, a husband. There's nothing. I'm falling more in love with my religion. I said, okay, great. I said, I need you to sit down and really think about it because if we have to go our own ways because your religion, then I completely understand. My mom tells me all the time, Hey, I hope you, you know what I'm saying? I hope you end up with the guy. I say, wow. She says, I pray you do. And I said, mom, keep praying. And I, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm not saying that to joke. You know what I'm saying? I tell her to keep praying because whatever makes you sleep peacefully at night, Please do it. I'm not here to disturb your fucking peace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Please keep praying. No, I think I think I definitely I love what you said. You know, it, it really goes off of the limitations that we put on the Absolutely. others that interact with us, right? And and protecting that. And I think it it is more so something that you have to change within how you approach it and always address her as your wife, no matter what. No matter what. Boom. Because I think you give not only your wife her place that she deserves, Facts. your mother understands the place you already put your yeah. wife. Facts. Now she can't question that. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I just want to back you up. I had to write my little notes to make sure no, I ain't no, missing no, nothing. No. Go ahead. I'm taking all but, of it. But um, I think one thing is so hard to create boundaries mm-hmm. with family. Mm-hmm. Definitely. They overstep. Boundaries with family is a very, very hard concept for entrepreneurs for lgbt is definitely double hard for us as a minority is that you know it's so many different boundaries with family that are hard so i feel like one you have to create that boundary with mom where you know what i'm saying like ricky said wife has to feel like a priority absolutely mom needs to see that that's your wife and I, you know, yes, you've had a wedding and yes, you know, she knows it, but because I, never, I haven't had a wedding yet. So, so, so that might be cause mm. that I've always, but, but, but can you see how many, but can you see how many missing pieces for mom? You yeah. haven't had a wedding. You don't call her wife around mom. Mm-hmm. You don't kiss her around mom. Mm-hmm. You don't. You know, it's it's just certain things that mom don't see. She that still a has hope to a possibility. Yeah, so right, that you already yeah. left. Facts. So I feel like with that boundary is like Ricky was saying, wife is priority. You need to start making her feel. Yeah, this is, she needs to know that she needs to see that. And wife, as as a as a wife, I'm not a wife, but as a submissive partner, I would have a problem. Yeah, with you switching hats like that in front of, and, and you know, and that was the biggest thing yeah, is that my that wife was, you know, luckily she handled the situation without with little problems. My wife handled the situation very, you know, nicely. She gave me the time. I told her, "Hey, look, I got to find a way to approach this mm. in the proper way because at the end of the day, you know, my wife is my world. My mom is my world too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still you know mom. what I'm saying? Still so and. and, and 
my mom, you know, she had brought up a valid point, which I couldn't be mad at her. She said, it's not that I don't love her. I love her. You know what I'm saying? It's just that your guys's ways. I well, no, she didn't say your guys's way. Let me, let me retract that. Um, she said, I love her because you love her because anything can happen. Mm-hmm. You guys can be in love right now and going through a divorce next year. She said, so that being said, I don't attach myself to your significant, any of your, any of your siblings, significant others. I love them wholeheartedly because they love you. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, that's a valid point. She said, you throw, she comes into the house. I cook for her. You know, I talk to her. I don't make her feel, you know, anything less than I do your brother's girlfriend. She, he, she just said, you know, it's, it's a, it's a surreal thing. She brought up a promise I gave her when I was 15. I guess I promised her I wasn't going to marry a girl, but I, I mean, that's not even, you know what I'm saying? I, and I told her, I said, well, do you want me to be like your mom where mm. she dictated your life? Yeah. Cause there's a mm. reason why you, you, you not, you by yourself right now. That's what I was saying. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too, is like the pattern sometimes pattern, the mispattern <laughs> in which and how she was raised. Yeah. Right. And now that's going to you. So something she dealt with, she's receiving and now you deal with it. And that's why I was going to say for you, because what's your name, love? I'm sorry. Yusura. Yusura, beautiful. What does that mean? Because I just was sitting here thinking, what does your name mean? After hardship, good ship. After hardship, good ship. Yeah. Um. So I was going to say, with your situation, I heard that you say earlier, like, you sometimes get upset with mom in some certain situation. Like, you know, are you going to do this to your grandkids? Like, I think... We as minorities and LGBT all those and you know yeah. mom from religious background I'm from from a religious background mm-hmm. we have to sometimes give our parents grace yeah let me talk in the mic right we have to sometimes give our parents grace because we as minorities we as this generation we we are we're healing we're learning we're having to rebuild the bullshit that our parents gave us we're having to take the substance that they gave us separated from the bullshit y'all know we're a little bit more real more raw you know we it is what it is with our generation so we having to mix all of that in with their old school ways and Mm -hmm. them not changing and you know she still has hope for you marrying a man and you know these type things same conversations i have with my mom like girl give it up girl (laughs) you know um but i just sometimes have to extend grace to her because she is from like you say do you want me to be like your mom and I sometimes be wanting to say certain things like that to her, but I I know she has her own things that she's still working through. So yeah. she's still on her own journey. And so that's why I wanted to say, with what you're going through, with you setting boundaries, with you, um, you know, doing certain things with your girl, with your wife, excuse me, also with your mom, just extend a little bit of grace because they still got them old school ways. And that's and that's why I'm saying. So a lot of the I waited almost a month before I talked to her. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a, I had waited a month, and I didn't know how to approach the situation. It just happened to be we were going to the beach. I had to pick her up. I, I was by myself. She, You know, we were together by ourselves. And I was like, you know, this is a far drive. This is a good time to bring it up. And I brought up the situation, and, and I hadn't talked to my mom since. And, and, you know, I found myself shedding a couple tears because I don't really have problems with my mom. If you ask mm. my mom, I'm her favorite child, mm. you know, mm. because – a lot of the, you know, there's so much free will in the shit that I do. And I've also, you know, I've given her a run for her fucking money. You I'm know, sure. I was the bad kid. Yeah, I, I was yeah, the yeah. one that, you know, Facts. you name it, I did it. 
You know what I'm saying? So there's always a special type of love that I feel like she developed because so many times she thought she was going to lose me. Yeah. Mm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, our parents can get a little married to yeah. us too. Yeah. No, facts. Especially when they become single. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so, so so that that mm. that's that's actually a very good point. Yeah, I'm my mom's favorite child too. Yeah. So we we had to dwell through all of that. Uh-huh. And when I came out to her, it was not pretty. Yeah. I actually want to know. That's what I want to get into. Like, how was that process for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <clears throat> Damn. Happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So how I came out to my parents? Well, I came out to both of them at the same time. Um, because I didn't want no questions on the table. I wanted to get it all out at one time. I don't want to repeat this story twice. Get your notepads out if you got questions. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so I um, I actually was living in Atlanta. Um, I probably was like 21. So in the gay community, I, um, I, I, I identify as pansexual. But um, in what, the, What's pansexual? So Just pansexual so. is I am free to love anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's male, female, trans. Okay. Okay. Just just because a lot like I'm pretty, you know. Yeah, yeah. people may not know. Yeah, understand. Yeah, because the, the I think a lot of people don't know that there's exactly levels. Yeah, there's levels. Right. So me being a gay boy in Atlanta, <laughs> I didn't date a lot. And then the one person that I did kind of kicked it with, I went through a breakup. And I felt that it wasn't fair that I didn't have anybody to like vent to because I didn't have a lot of friends in my what it is that I do. I always kind of stayed to myself. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have like a lot of people that I could go to and kind of, you know, vent to and all those right. things. So I went home. I drove all the way to North Carolina, heartbroken, crying all the way home. <laughs> and I was playing all the sad music. Playing all the yeah. sad music. <laughs> yeah, hey, I know that I know motherfuckers do that shit. You crying in the mirror listening to something. <laughs> Turn it on, you got it all the way up. You over here yeah. trying to look up. So, right. <laughs> so the tears don't come out. <laughs> right. <laughs> You look at the rearview mirror like they right. pop up running behind right. your car. No, <laughs> it's a flower. That's a movie. Facts. Yeah, them, they so brainwash I, our so, asses. So I felt like I didn't want to go through a heartbreak by myself. So I drove all the way to North Carolina. I'm living in Atlanta. And um, I sit both of my parents down and I was just like, hey, I'm going through something and I want to, you know, tell y'all this. So I sent both of them a text and we in this restaurant and I come out to them. I let both of them know, like, you know, I just recently went through something with this guy, and it's not good. I'm not in a good space. And I feel like, as y'all son, I want to let y'all know that I'm not good right now. Right. Okay. On top of that, I'm gay. Right. And, you know, I'm this this whole person that I've been saying this whole time. I've been saying person, person, person. You know, <clears throat> this person I'm talking about is a male. And... My mom looks at me and she, you know, once by the time I get it all out to her, you know, that, you know, that I, we've been, how long we've been seeing each other. He's mm-hmm. been staying with me because he was, <laughs> he was staying with me and all this other shenanigans. And my mom looks at me and she was just like, well, I'm glad you got all that off your chest, but you're no longer <clears throat> welcome to come back to my home. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. So that was a very... <clears throat> traumatic situation for me because here I am going home to lean on my parents 
and you just got hit with a double. Yeah, I got hit with a double whammy, so I yeah. went back to Atlanta with a double heartbreak. My mother was dead ass serious. Yeah, Damn. you know she was from a Christian back home. You know, um, I'm from a small town, and they, you know, they believe in don't bring <clears throat> shame to like the family name and being gay in a small town. And you know, I'm the choir. I'm praising worship leader. You know. All these things, you know, my parents are, you know, in the church really heavy. We're in the church really heavy. My siblings, we all hold heavy positions in the church. And just being gay just felt like disrespect, you know, so. Now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you think your parents already knew? Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I got a um, a story, I guess you could say. Uh, when I came out to my mom, she didn't look me in the eyes. Next thing I know, I was being shipped off to Washington because my sister and my brother-in-law. Washington State or D.C.? State. Okay. Um, were the only ones that would, you know, really accept me, who I am. Um, and I remember my mom not looking at me. She gave me hell. You know what I'm saying? Um, she wasn't one of those parents that was like, oh, okay, it's all right. I love you. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. it. Yeah. And that's all, the, that's all we want. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Either, you know, as a parent, you got to understand that there's going to be times where parenting does not align up with religion or Mm. your job or, you know what I'm saying? It's your connection with your baby. Exactly. Mm, And so my biggest thing was, was, you know, fast forward and after she gave me all that, I remember she had told um, one of my my ex, um, they were having like a simple conversation. She was like, I've always known she was. And I and I and I said, um, and I remember being a little heartbroken. Yeah. Because why'd you put me through all that if you already knew? They don't want Next. it to be true. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Why? If you already knew, she said, I, I already had an idea. I already knew. Um, and that kind of leads me into um, believing. You know, some people say um, people are born this way. Mm. Um, I don't think that's true. Ooh, and, and, that's and, a, and I'm not, and I, and that's this a is conversation, that, and mm. that's is definitely a conversation starter. Um, believing in God, <laughs> I don't, I don't believe God makes mistakes, but I also believe there's things that happen to you. There's things, emotions that are hyphen. You know what I'm saying? So you think about why they've never had a drug, drug, um, anybody with a drug problem throughout their whole family history, but all of a sudden somebody comes out and they're heavy drug addict. And I'm just using that as a reference. So I feel like there's chemicals in your body that release, and, and that's how you kind of define what sex or what gender or what, whatever the situation may be that yeah. you're attracted to. Um, and, and I feel like at a young age, I realized that, um, but I can't tell you I was gay when I was born because I, I don't remember being gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not till you're about five, six, seven years old. You know what I'm saying? You start to see tendencies or there's certain, you know, you realize, oh, you want to, you know, you think a girl's pretty, not a guy's cute. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I can't or say. Both. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but I cannot say personally that I'm a strong believer in that. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm not, I, it's not that I'm opposed um, to, and I'm going to seem like a, <laughs> Low key, like a homophobic right now, and it's not, and, and it's not that at all. Um, I'm also not a believer in um, certain people, and I'm gonna say certain people because people make spontaneous decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't believe that somebody feels that they are trapped in the wrong body with the wrong gender. I feel like um, that is a decision that you made. Mm. You know, just like when a girl wants her ass fatter, she goes and she gets a BBL. You know what I'm saying? So when you're, you know, whether you're cutting it off, putting it on, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like those are all decisions you make. You know what I'm saying? Even being gay is a decision you make. Being with a woman as a guy is a decision you make. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you have the last say-so. And everybody wants free will, and I feel like that plays a part. Am I against anybody that gets, uh, you know, a, a sex change? Not at all. You know what I'm saying? I love you for who you are. But at the end of the day, if you come to me with I'm trapped in the wrong body, I'm going to tell you um, you've let your subconscious, your conscious get a hold of you. Um, I think you have not accepted who you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? I, I think when you look in the mirror, you want somebody else because you feel like that person is, you know what I'm saying? Is, is, is worthy of love or worthy of, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I know it sounds a little far fetched. Like I said, I'm all for anybody doing whatever they got to do in their life, whatever makes them happy. But I feel like there are certain things that are misguided in the LGBTQ plus. There's a plus now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so the plus it confuses them and it confuses people at a young age. Mm. Now, now children have TikTok. They have all this stuff. When a little five year old's scrolling down his TikTok and there's a transgender on there with big boobs, you know what I'm saying, and a big butt, you know what I'm saying. All of a sudden, they think that person's cute, and you don't know how that can dictate their their future decisions. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So, mm. I'm not. It's not that I'm opposed to it. I just feel like if it's a decision you make, you need to own up to it. Don't blame it on God trapping you in the wrong body. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in that, and I, I, I don't think it's fair to put that title on everybody else that wants a gender change or a BBL. I mean, you name it. You know what I'm saying? So that's my personal perspective on it, and I bump heads with a lot of people, and, and, and I don't get along, honestly, with a lot of LGBTQ because, listen, this is who I am. Mm. Motherfucker, my shit bleed once a month. I'll still knock your ass out. You know what I'm saying? That ain't going to stop me. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing. I I don't need to go pretend to be a guy. Part of how unique I am is the fact that I am a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of people have not come to, you know, come to, I guess, like a decision within themselves to understand that this, you know, who you see in the mirror, you can't just alter it. And it's just too fucking accessible now. Who you think? You know what what you saying? think you? Um, my first question is, um, what do you identify? What is? What do you identify as? She, her. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's the pronouns, right? <laughs> I'm a girl. Every time somebody asks me like what pronouns, I'll be like, motherfucker, my shit bleed once a month. Call me a girl. Okay. I'm a woman. <laughs> um, I don't have anything to say. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm a person where that's her. That's her. That's her experience. Then that's her experience. What I will say is, when it comes to I think if somebody were to come to me, and I guess this is me wanting to know, if someone come to you and say, hey, this, you know, I'm wanting to identify as this, and you saying, I think it was it was the way that you worded it. I was like, as a friend, is that your real response in, in real life? I think, my, I think my real, if you came to me and said, hey, I, like, and me and you were good friends, you yeah. said, hey, I want to um, be 
you know, called. I have a friend. Her, her, um, his. And aunt she said she feel like she wants to be trapped in her own body. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was that comment. It was just like, oh, like you would reject a friend. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. I would never. I would never uh, do that to anybody. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't do that to to to. You know what I'm saying? My worst enemy. I would yeah. never do that. It's not that I would reject you. Um, it's a simple fact that I. If you come to me, and we've been buddies for ten years, five years, whatever, yeah. and I'm opposed to referring to you as a, I'm, I'm not opposed. I'm um, I, I I I call you a woman mm-hmm. or a girl or whatever situation. Oh, this is my home girl, whatever mm-hmm. the situation may be. And you said, no, I want to be your homeboy now. Mm-hmm. I would probably tell you, and these would be my exact words: is give me some time to adjust to it because I'm used to calling you my home girl, but I'll eventually get it down. Whatever, whatever, you know. That answer sounds so much, I guess, more clear to me yeah. than your first answer. I was just like, yeah. damn, she, you don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> I mean, no, well, it's, not, it's, it's not even that. There's a certain level to you guys having to understand, like, uh, you, you're not going to come to me and tell me that the person, you know, the person that I praise put you in the wrong body mm. because he loves you. Right. So why would he do that to you? So I, that that's my little background on that, and I am a firm believer in God, and it's crazy that I'm up here saying that because if you'd asked me that a year ago, yeah, I'd probably, no, same, yeah, yeah, I probably would, I probably would have been like, uh, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> you right, feel right, like, right, right. you Let's feel like you pause for God, you know what I'm saying? Oh God, oh God, yes, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, my wife always has like a funny little saying. She, I like, gotta meet this wife of yours to deal oh, with this, to deal with this energy you got, baby. I need to meet this wife. You love. Love her, you love her. Shit. People adore her ass, and I adore her too. But and my wife always says, "Like, man, I think God was turning around when He made you." Oh <laughs> like, my like, God. like one of the angels came in, and he looked away, he said, "Oh shit, it's too late for that one." But uh, I, I, I love to li- listen to different people's perspective. Yeah. I actually uh, respect you for actually standing on how the fuck you feel. So I respect I that. Appreciate you. Um, I just, you know, when people are going through their different journeys, you know, whatever they may come to you. You know, your second answer was a bit more what I was, you know, yeah. was yeah, and, and that's the thing would like to receive if I was to go to you and be like, hey, yeah. I feel like I want to be called this, but, and you right. be like, fuck that, I don't know who told you that, yeah. right? Be like, yeah, no, but I feel like also too, you know, me being the person that I am, and, and yeah. sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I, I'm. I'm just gonna say I try to be as real as possible, yeah. and that means that I do a very good job. And it's another funny saying. One of my homeboys actually referred to me as a hybrid, um, and I think I've mentioned that before. Um, and it's because I'm Ooh. able to see both perspectives. So when my homeboys come to me for advice or my homegirls come to me for advice, I'm ready on my P's and Q's. I, I know what's going down. I can break down the whole situation and tell you what's going on. So let me ask you this. Can I, can I ask a question? Is that cool? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Ha- now, we talking about love pride. Yeah. As a heterosexual male, Ricky, how do you feel about – what they were just talking about, like if one of your friends was to come to you, would you have a problem with that, or how do you deal with that, or how do like you like if feel? I came to you and said, "Nah, bro, I'm your." Well, you already say you're not my home girl, you my homeboy, yeah. so that that's a little different. But oh lord, it's like <laughs> it really kind of goes on how they portray themselves, right? So yes, she identifies as a woman, you know what I'm saying, but she's really like a homeboy, you know, in terms of her advice or the conversations or the things that oh, you do with each other, right? Mm. So. The way that she portrays herself to me, it's the homeboy, you know. So I feel like it's more like a respect thing. Like 
I know that's what you want to be seen as from me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to correct you on that. I don't want to be seen as your homeboy. And I think that came out wrong. And I and I and I and I'm going to say this. I'm I'm so proud to be a woman. Mm. And I'm so proud to be a strong woman, strong enough to one of my homeboys want to refer to me as a homeboy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the power that I hold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you so you so cool as a woman. That you see me as one yeah, of the homies. Yeah, yeah. And that and that's and and I wanna hyphen on that. I am not I'm I'm who I am, who you guys see, you know, this is just who I am. This is my comfort zone. This is not this this is not me trying to be a guy. This is no. I know what I am and I'm proud of what I am. Yeah, and I respect it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, so you know, capping on that. And I'm, so, I'm, homegirl, Ricky. Yeah, well, it's... Look, what you said earlier, he got to figure it out. It's going to take some time because he's been calling you this for so long. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And that's definitely... And it's not... And it's, it's a respect thing. So, when they call me that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's also respect, but... Can I say this to you, Ricky? I want to say thank you for even allowing this conversation to be on your platform oh, yeah. because so many heterosexual men don't allow us to speak. And you would have so many of your homeboys calling her homeboy and not knowing how at night that would really eat her up. And mm. she not able to tell you how she feel because right. Right, right, a lot right. of times black men do not allow the space for LGBT to open up, mm. period. And minorities as well, but I have to speak as a black in the black community. Is my mic on? <laughs> black men do not open the hello. Black men do not open this open the space for LGBTIA plus etc. to have conversations. So what I challenge minority families, period. It's to go back to having family nights and start having conversations with your family. Know what's going on. Mm. And, and honestly, this is how I feel, too. If your child is, you know, they came out at a younger age after they left your house, and you had no idea or you're so opposed to it. Go home and learn your child. Your you don't children. know what they dealt with you, in them streets. You you you, you go live. Watch you go pose. learn. Yeah, you go learn your child because you guys say you guys don't know this stuff. And I have parents that I talk to now, and they be like, "Yeah, I know my son is," because they know their children. You know what I'm saying? And and, and so that goes back to go listen to your child. What they speak. Children are some of the smartest people in the world because they're not corrupted yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're giving they giving things, you know, they give an insight that you cannot understand because your mind's already corrupted. They're the purest form of of they're the, they're just the purest. Yeah. I was the, watching that yeah. today actually. It's crazy you said that cuz they were talking about children and how they how they can absorb way more than we can as adults because of what you just said that yes, they're not corrupted. Sponge. You know what exactly. I'm saying? They literally just like a sponge. And, and so when they talk, listen, how they feel, granted. You know what I'm saying? Give them that that respect because the last thing you will ever hear come out of my mouth is I did not know my child was gay. Right. Over the past 20, like, you know, in your situation, 21 years, I would have been prepping for that shit. Yeah. And I would have been prepping for the day if I knew it would affect me the way that it, it affected, you know, your mother. I would have been prepping myself. Ready for that day so I can wrap my arms around them and still tell them no I love facts. them. Now, let you me ask you. I was going to go ahead. You know, with your son, right? Yeah. Let's say, you know, it's something that 
he ends up wanting to come out and ends up wanting to be gay. Yeah. Or, What's crazy is my mindset changed. Before I had children, I'm not even going to lie. I was like, no. There's no way. There's no way in the world if my son came and told me he was gay, which is crazy because I have a lot of... I have a lot of friends in that community, in all various communities, the LGBTQ plus community. I have a lot of friends in that community. When I had my son, all of that changed. All of it changed. Like the day my son was born, I held my son in his hand, in my hands. I was like, there's nothing that he could do ever in life. That's wrong. Nothing that he could do that I would, would ever stop loving him. I, like nothing. And, that, and that's a good mindset. But as a parent and as a protector... A lot of people confuse the fact that they just don't want the pain and the problems. So you think about it when you're a minority, you know what I'm saying? And then on top of it, you're a gay minority. Yeah. You you getting double whammied. Yeah. If not if not third, because you probably didn't come from somewhere that was, you know what I'm saying, middle class or decent. You know what I'm saying? So that being said, even for me as a gay woman. I don't want my son to be gay because I don't want him to go through everything. Facts. People do not understand. I'm so no. sorry to cut you off. Every time I say that, they do not understand. Q, how would you feel with your son? Do you want gay kids? No. No. No, I do don't. you know how much we I had to deal with? No. And, and the only reason Still why. Still dealing with. Let, no. me t- let me tell you why. Lesbian. Le- being lesbian is not. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Being lesbian is like, oh, okay, cool. Because in every man's sick ass mind, they want two women, not one. Right. But they don't want two men. Right. So that's why it's harder. And that's I even told my wife that I said, I would rather my daughter be gay. No facts. You know what I'm saying? No because facts. it's more controllable. Now, yeah. if you see me walk through that motherfucking door and I'm, you know, I'm saying I'm banging your wife or some shit, you're gonna want to shoot yeah. me because I'm a big person. You know what I'm saying? How I carry myself, <laughs> you gonna think it's a nigga. <laughs> you know no what I'm facts. saying? But but regardless is what I'm saying. And I tell my wife that all the time. She's like, well, how does that work? Because like you're gay. And I'm, I'm glad like, y'all said that though. Yeah, I'm glad y'all said that because like what I let me. Let, I wanted to finish what I was saying. Like, if my son came out to me and said he was gay, like, there would be nothing in my mind that would change towards yeah. my son. But if you asking me my preference, I wouldn't want my son. But you gay. also, as a protector, as a man that's in your son's life and all this other stuff, you have, you're going to worry for your children. No, period. for real. Period. And that's, a, yeah, and that's exactly Straight, what I've been, yeah. Exactly. You're just going to worry, period. But so, you, like, in you, your mind, you're like, yo, I want, I would love for you to just walk on this path. And stay right here. Yeah. Don't go and, left. And hold Don't my go hand. right. Right here. Just stay right here. And hold my hand. I got you the whole way until I ain't breathing no more. But I got you. Just just stay right yeah. there. What about you? How you feel as a heterosexual man? I mean, I really don't. I think it's when I mean when it aspect when it comes to the kid. So we talk like two I, different things: preference and then right. I think accept? it's like you said. I'm in the pre mindset, right? So I don't know what I'm going to think once it's actually. I hear there. what you're saying, but um. No, I feel like if I'm being honest, I would not obviously want my kid to even think about it or be exposed to it or whatever the case. Not exposed as in not knowing about it, but exposed to have the curiosity of it. Well, they're going to have that naturally. Now, There's you, nothing you could do to stop that unless you plan on locking them in a room. Do y'all think, do y'all think I exposure I think now so. is changing mindsets faster than it did I think before? it's making it okay to come out at a younger age. I think that mm. it's opposed to me coming out at 15, 16 years old. It's it's more likely for me to come out at 6 and 7 years old. And, I, and I'm against that shit too. I, I, don't, I also don't feel like they should be teaching LGBTQ plus shit to 
to first graders and second graders. No, that shit is wrong. You are yeah. corrupting their mind. Yeah. And, and if these feelings are granted, there's nothing you could do to stop that. Or yeah. teach them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's, you, 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 you not, they gonna open that fucking closet door and yeah, step right out that, that motherfucker. Yeah. So, so I am not okay with that. I, I'm a firm believer if people are around me and unless they're like close family, I don't even kiss my wife in front of my nieces and my nephews because I don't need the curiosity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And my ne- and when kids come, when kids come around me and they'll be like, is that, that's a boy. I'll be like, yeah, cause I'm not going to fuck with your head. You're not, you're not, I'm not corrupting you. I'm not going to have you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put my foot down and be like, no, I'm a girl. Call me a girl. It does not hurt my feelings that a five-year-old just called me a boy. Now, if a grown ass man called me a boy, there might be a little problem. Okay. But, but as a child, like if your son came around me and he was like, okay. And you referred to me as he, 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 I'm not correcting him. Unless you're like my nephew or my niece. My nephew thinks I'm a boy, but he calls me auntie. Yeah. I'm not here to, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, he go grown into it. He's going to be like, okay, that's my auntie. She a dyke. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, that's just what it is. So, no, I'm not going to go around corrupting people's, and especially children's minds. You know what I'm saying? So, I am completely against that. That I think they passed something to where a couple elementary schools were teaching LGBTQ at a young age. And I'm, a, um, I'm against that completely. Can I jump in? Yeah. I'll say this. I don't. I agree with you about having the education in the in the in the school system so early. I don't agree with that. I think that does expose them to a whole nother mm-hmm. that exposes everybody to questioning that doesn't need it. You know what I'm saying? Um but when it comes to you being around or me, let me say this, I'll speak for myself. When it comes to me being around my family and stuff like that, I think it is necessary for me to show <clears throat> affection and show that I do have a partner, I am in a strong relationship because I want my family or anybody close to me to come to me and ask questions, to feel comfortable around it because they're going to see it in the world. Yeah. And I'd rather you act ignorant around me that versus is. you go out yeah. in the world and act ignorant on somebody no, else. I, and I, so I, yeah. I just want us as LGBT to start teaching our people yeah, how to maneuver, not maneuver around us, but how to, like I said earlier about extending grace, mm-hmm. I just want us to start helping each other mold, you know? So that's what I mean by that. So I feel like for me, it is necessary for me to, you know, show affection and stuff like that in front of like my nephew or like my sisters and brothers, even down to my parents. I feel right. like I got to show you because I can't hide it. I, I need for you to see all of me. Yeah. No, no. And I, and I completely agree, like agree with that, but to cap on it. If one of my, if my niece or my nephew and they're, you know, my niece is eight, my nephew is six, five. If one of their friends were to call me a boy, they would flip. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen them do it before. They'd be like, that's not your auntie. That's your uncle. And I've seen my nephew drop his backpack and check his ass. Mm. Like that's my auntie. But I, it's, they know what I am, but some of their minds hasn't, they're still children. They haven't lined up yet. So when they line up, I'm not going to force them to line up. They're going to line up naturally. When they're like my my oldest niece, she knows. She knows what I am. My my younger nephew, I mean my nephew, he was like the other day he cracking a joke. He like, "Auntie, if you're a girl, then why are you with a girl?" And he literally right. said like that. He was cracking up. But I was like, you know, hey, life decisions. 
I don't need you to understand the whole thing right now. Mm. You're too young. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. You know I what I'm what saying? What you're saying with yeah. that? Yeah, I see. Like you don't have to give them too much. They I ain't know. saying slobbing on yeah. them and doing. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I think it is important. And then I'm gonna, and I'm gonna let everybody else talk. But I, but I would just want I just want to just say that. Not too much, yeah. like exposing them to you know. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 and I get that, but I, but when that <laughs> situation dancing in front yeah. of you, <laughs> right? When, when that situation happened, I knew that they understood, but they didn't understand yet, or they didn't know how to verbally understand yet. But I knew when he checked his friend for calling me uncle that he understood completely what was going on, but it didn't make sense to him. He has a mom and a dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually going to drop a child uh, children's book on that uh, nice. later on in life. Uh, Dope. But, but yeah, so so just kind of ex- explanations of, you know, situations that kids are going to go through with same-sex parents and um, how to correlate that into, like, a princess or prince novel, and, and not novel, but children's book. But, but yeah, I feel like that's important. And um, children, man, they... They got a mind of their own. Sometimes the shit that they say don't make no sense. It's almost equivalent to what a crazy person says on the street. Yo, facts. But they're right. They see life through a whole different vision. Bro. They don't got no damn responsibilities. They don't They don't got nothing, you know, no bills calling it. They got no corruption to make them go left rather than right. Now, let me ask you this. What is uh, something that you feel like was your first, you know, because I really kind of want to dive into this one as well. Like, what was something that exposed you to that mindset you think like if you could remember what was that moment that it was like exposed you for like you know for us it was probably like maybe seeing your first playboy or something it was your first like oh, oh shoot what you're like, saying. you know what i'm saying like what was do you guys remember that moment that kind of exposed you to that type of mindset well i mean and i'm gonna go ahead and let out personal information because i'm stronger than it but i was molested for like the first 12 years of my life um and at a young age, I remember watching um, Anaconda mm-hmm. with J-Lo. J- and there's a little section on there where yeah. she get but I And I remember being like five or six, you know what I'm saying? And being like, I I want to reenact that scene, but I, I want to be the dude. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And I remember thinking that from a young age. Um, and back to being molested, I feel like that does. That does play a part in the person I am today. Mm. Ain't nobody going to walk near me and disrespect any female. Yeah. And if you a nigga beating your, if you a dude beating your, you know what I'm saying? Your chick on the side of the road, I'm a dog yeah. walk your ass. Because if you're going to hit that woman, come hit this 6'3 woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, come come over here and, and throw them hands over here. So there's a lot of what I've carried and I've come to, yeah. I guess you can say, like, grace with it. In, yeah. in a sense of, it made me who I am. You know what I'm saying? How about you, kid? Um, similar story. Um, I was molested at a young age. As well, and it was a continuous thing, and so I thought that was what was natural for me. And then on top of that, yes, my father was in my life, but it was still certain there was still certain parts of him that I was yearning for. So everything about me early at an early age, like she said, mm-hmm. you know plays a part of who you are so already being molested being molested continuously you're exposed to sex yeah mm-hmm. you know what and i'm so, saying at a young and at a really young age and i'm sorry to cut you no, off you but know. before you guys even go on like i said my mom's give up the world for us um and she didn't find out until two years ago 
I was willing to go to the grave with it because yeah. I knew I didn't want to inflict that hurt on her. Mm. It wasn't that she was less of a mother. <clears throat> yeah. But she found out and she called my phone crying. Why didn't you tell me anything? This, this, and that. And I was just like, look, like, I already came to terms. It yeah. made me who I am. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. neglect what I've been through. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah. I, my, my parents, they're, they're, to this day, they're trying to squeeze out, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Because one day, uh, being who I am, I was on my YouTube channel. My people are asking me questions. I like to be just as real as raw, as real and raw as I can. And they asked me a question. So I decided to make a YouTube video about it. And I kind of told my story. But I never mentioned a name or I never connected the yeah. pieces of what happened because yeah. I think my parents still to this day. But um, I just wanted to say, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, they just recently found yeah. out. And, and, and it broke my mom's heart. And, and, but and it kind of still to this yeah. day is still breaking the heart. And, and they kinda, they're like, who is it? Who is it? Tell but, us. But she, but, and this is what I'm going to give my advice to you. You know, yeah. you threw your advice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom knows who it is. Mm. She knew who it was. It was a father and a son. And they were the closest thing. You know, we had a family that we were really close to. Yeah. And they would pick us up from school. My mom was working, you know, at the hair salon, long hours, nine, ten o'clock. They would take us to their house. I mean, they were just there for my mom, like where, where my mom couldn't be. Yeah. And, and they were almost, a, they were a second family to us. Um, my mom knew who it was, but the simple fact that I didn't tell led to, something else that occurred within my family. And, and when that happened, that's when my regret at 13 years old, it kicked in because I could have stopped the situation if I would have opened my mouth, Mm. but opening my mouth would have lost my mom, her support system and the people that, and at a young age, I understood that. And And, he was trying to protect. And I was trying to protect. Exactly. And, And so my advice to you is don't withhold that. Because the fact that you're withholding is like when you tell me that, you know, I need to be like a certain way to get my mom to realize it's the same thing with you. You need to let them know because they they're they're still your parents. They want to protect you. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if it was the closest person to the family or it was somebody in the immediate family, which typically it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to break down what it is, but that's the honest truth. So when you go into it, you know what I'm saying? There comes a point in time, they already know that it happened. And as your parents, they deserve to know where they fucked up and who they let into their doors Mm. do those things to you. And that's in that. And I feel like, you know, there's has to be a point in time where you let them know. So that person is not something you have to see every time you have to go to a family gathering and they don't have they can't sit around there walking around. And God forbid they yeah, do it they to their own fucking kids. Half these people got kids of their own. Yeah. So so let's imagine what their kids is going through. Yeah, I received that. Yeah. yeah you know, what's that. crazy. Yeah, I talked about that. I was actually molested at a young age, too. And I, I didn't tell my, my brother told. Mm. And when my parents found out, they went crazy. Yeah, because it's the protection. You're a parent. <laughs> Yo, they went nuts. Let, let me say this real quick, and I'm not laughing at the situation. This whole time I'm sitting here, and I wish we had a camera because we could have played back what my faces was going through through that. And um, I kept thinking, like, okay, you know, I'm trying to cut off the time. I'm already thinking ahead of time. But I do, I could relate a lot to that. And I didn't know if I wanted to share it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but because I'm it still is like super emotional for me, but I I feel like I do got to get it out. Yeah, and, um, I'm, and I'm glad both of y'all did because there's a big tie in the gay community that that's the reason why 
a lot yeah. of them are that way. Yeah. But having mm-hmm. two men here yeah. that are heterosexuals, yeah, being because it, it makes you doubt the reasoning why we're gay. Yeah, oh, yeah. you think that's the only yeah. Exactly. yeah, and that's why I wanted to say something because it happened to me. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, that's a good it was it was definitely you know something I didn't want to share. I kept thinking of different outcomes of people that would listen to this or hear this and what they would think. You know, so this is like my coming out moment, I guess. In the sense of what happened, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was traumatizing. You know, it was, it was for years, yeah. and I was such a I was the stepchild of the family yeah, um, that bro. my dad had married. They had they outnumbered me. It was just me, so there was no way I was getting believed on the things that I would say or or, or things that I would do, um, and it you know it was happening for years, and it was I knew that there was no way. That I can tell them and they would believe what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had. I remember I had cameras in my room actually, and uh, I would try to turn it because I knew like what it, when it would happen and what you know what I'm saying, what was about to happen. So I would make sure I would at least put myself in an area where they could catch it if something were to happen. Instead yeah. of because I knew telling them wouldn't they wouldn't believe me, um, and it never happened. And I think I got the chance to tell uh, my dad, which if you listen to the last episode, you'll hear about that situation. Uh, when I was 21, I called him and let him know. And he was in tears. He was crying. He was upset. I never told him. Uh, and that was the last conversation I had with him. But it was it was something that I, I do I resent from him a lot. Cause it's like I couldn't even, at a young age, I wish I could have told you, yeah. knowing that you would believe me so that it wouldn't happen for so many years. Yeah. Um, and I feel like sometimes when men like us, instead of like being gay, it's more like I got to prove that I'm not gay because it's like it eats away in your yeah. mind. Like, and you got to prove you're not gay. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. be with this many women. You got to do this. You got to yeah, do that. Facts. And not that you are. No, I know facts. for sure I'm 100% straight, but it's like yeah. you feel like you have to. There's something that you, you just got to prove it. Like, yeah. oh, that you're didn't happen to you. Because, exactly. Yeah. No facts, yeah. man. That happened. Man. Yeah, that's that's spot on, and I and I and I think that, like I said, to go to go back and highlight that um, a lot of the LGBTQ plus um, community, um, I want I'm throwing numbers out there, but I want to say at least seventy five percent have been molested at some point mm-hmm. or mistreated or whatever you want to say about it. Um, f- so hearing two men that had are heterosexual go through the same shit. And come out of there straight, that just goes to show that's not the reasoning why, motherfuckers. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Stop yeah. using that as a fucking excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not the reason why your little sister, or your daughter, or your son, or your brother, or your father, any of them are gay. They are gay because that's who they are. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not what it is. Let's get an yeah. applause for that, for sure. Okay. Yeah. That was good. That was, that was some real stuff. Good conversation. That was some real stuff. I wanted to say uh, to you, Q, because you said uh, facts to him and the, you know, the proving of the women. Was there a time that you felt like you had to, like, yeah. sleep with multiple women? Yeah, so- I did. I did. I ain't going to lie to you. I did. Uh, when I was younger, I was, like, not younger, like, kid, but, like, when I was becoming a young man, mm-hmm. right? And I knew I was attracted to women, but I was like, yo... I got to make sure I got to prove because mm-hmm. people did find out, you know what I'm saying? So I got to prove and I got to make sure, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. And no so doubt. I was 
You know, I was going crazy. Doubling I was having up. me a good time. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. And you know, people don't you even understand that. Just make sure y'all talking. Yeah, make sure y'all saying, yo. Make sure y'all let them know what Q was over there yeah, doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Understood. And, that, yeah. and that just goes to show, like, different people have different, you know what I'm saying, ways that they handle the situation. Like, yeah. like for yeah. me, I like I, I don't I don't treat women like shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's not me proving anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, when I step into... Like I'm be I'm gonna keep it a buck. I never went through a hoe phase, and I'm a good looking fucking dyke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm not I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I can have any female I want in this damn world. Toot toot. You know what I'm saying? Tune the shit out that motherfucker because yeah. I know straight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight bisexual yeah. gay. It does not matter. You know what I'm saying? And it's because of who I am. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like I. I, I, I guess my point is is that, you know, people handle the situation differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I and think men, I think we were kind of trained a little differently. Yeah. Our fathers kind of groomed us a little differently, especially yeah. from our era. Most of our fathers of where I feel, I can't say most. My father was a was a hoe. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mine too. I was kind of groomed, no shade, to be a hoe. So, yes, we understand that you respect yeah. women. Um, but I think in this case... I think the guys has got to get the dog out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so when we say when we say like we was having a good time, it wasn't like we was doing women dirty. Because even in my whole phase, and I'm a whole like I'm pansexual, but I yeah. love my I have a partner. Um, I definitely had a whole phase yeah. to try to prove to even myself, knowing yeah. the desires that I had in in the inside, I was still acting to prove my parents wrong or yeah. to. Prove the school wrong just so that y'all could be out there talking because at the end of the day, I was kind of good at it. So, yo, now, you know what I'm saying? Now, so now let me definitely let me ask y'all this mm. and we can close with this one for this episode right here. What is the best, quickest definition you can give of love? You can if you can say love and in, in, let's say five words or less, like describe love in five words or less. What would it be? Love is sacrifice. Love is genuine. Love is passion. Mm. Love is love. That was mine. That was mine. <laughs> Yo, I was thinking that was mine. Love is love, and um, give me a fifth one. I don't want to be deep and say God is love, but I mean that's just no. Who but I that's am. facts. I'm yeah, about to say a, that's yeah. that's who I am. God is love. That was my five. What you got? Um, I got one. Yeah, I was gonna say. I got um, one. and I'm gonna say, uh, love is more than sex. And, and I mean that, just to kind of like briefly cap on it, I mean that sex does not define love. You can have fire sex with somebody you don't give a shit about. You can have sex with somebody, and they, it makes you feel like you you loved. That's mm. not that's not what it is. Love is sacrifice. Love is all that, and and sex for me is not love. What you got? I I only had one. Uh, when he said it, I was like, dang, that's what I was gonna say. Love is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like I think anything that you truly say that you love, like. You sacrifice for it. Don't matter if it's kids, if it's hobbies, if it's career, if it's passion, whatever it is, love is sacrifice. Like if you're willing to give up something for 
for that, that's what I think love is. That was my first one. That's it, right? Yeah. I oh, think I'm going to say that's good. love is everlasting. And what I mean by that is think here about the love. Here, here think here about, he goes. Think about. <laughs> think about <laughs> eat a poet. Think about, right. <laughs> go ahead. Go, go now, ahead. what I'm saying is think about the way just I can even just tell the way you talk about your son. You know what I'm saying? Like that love is is everlasting. It's unconditional. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what I feel like when you feel that with your person. I know you feel that with your wife. I just hear every time you talk about her. Mm-hmm. So it's just a dope understanding. Like I love love. Like I'm one of those people. I mm-hmm. really love love. And I feel like yeah. this year was my love coming out year. Like I, I learned Ricky to be Spear. vulnerable. Right. Yeah, I was going to say right. Ricky. So because you don't have a pride moment, you know, and it's love month. Um, yeah. When is the last time you've been in love and what does love feel <sighs> oh, like for I you? I can answer that. Dang. Um, Dang. The last time I've been in love, Ooh. this might have to be a clip right here. Cause we're going to end right after this. I answer okay. this. The last time I've been in love is currently. Oh, Still to this day, yes, yeah, sir. We're gonna end it right there. We're gonna end it right there. Hey, and he gonna need that top top tonight. <laughs> he made right, it known. Out. Let's go. All right, y'all. Appreciate you. Thank y'all for having me. It's your boy Q.